0: Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today.
1: A rocking Madison Square Garden was left stunned silent. Father Time? Well, he lost on Sunday at the PGA Championship. Plus, are the Blazers too much for the Nuggets? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Today. Searching all major sports.
0: Found. Let's start with the biggest story.
1: The New York Knicks are back in the playoffs. Madison Square Garden was rocking Spike Lee courtside. And then Trey Young hits a runner with just under a second to go. And the Atlanta Hawks stunned the Knicks 107-105. Joining me now from Locked On Knicks, Gavin Shaw and Gavin, this is a franchise that is starved to cheer for a winning team. We have fans back in the building. This is an added dimension now this season when this gets to game 2. How much does this add pressure and anxiety to that MSG crowd and this team trying to get off the schneid a little bit here.
2: You know, it's it's this weird weird confluence of emotions, Peter, because on one hand, we've said it this whole time, this whole week leading up to it. This is gravy. The Knicks were projected to have literally the worst record in basketball. They're the first team to have had that projection and then gotten as high as they did in the standings by the end of the regular season. Everything going forward should be extra, right? We, 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 kinda, we, we did it. We have a star going forward in Julius Randle, uh, a brilliant young talent to build around in R.J. Barrett, and a whole lot of fascinating supplemental pieces. And yet this, this hurt. This felt like a punch to the gut. And you do get the feeling that there'll be some tension next game because it's so easy to get greedy, And for a city that obviously is just, I mean, even out, outside of sports, obviously gone through one of the worst years in its history. And and this night felt sort of like the culmination of of the quote unquote comeback in that MSG finally fully open, operating at full Blair. You got the full Emmanuel quickly effect with him bombing threes from long range. And all year, you know, I, I've just been dying, Peter, to to hear what that would be like with, with a crowd to react or, or an Obi top and dunk or a or Randall drive to the basket. And we finally got all that and Trey young shut them all up with that one shot. So I, I do think there's going to be an element of that tension of, of just how big it will be to win. But I also, I also want to respect um, what, what happened tonight. And that was it, was, it was a pretty magical, awesome basketball game that the Knicks just happened to be on the wrong end of
1: Yeah. And, and this is a game, you know, obviously that goes down to the last shot in a game where Julius Randle, who, you know, was one of the, I think 10 or 15 best basketball players in, in the league this year, he goes six for 23, 15 and 12 with four assists. If he plays 30% better, I don't want to say the Knicks cruise to a win, but, but I, I think they, they certainly would win. So how much of this is just, Hey, if, if, our best player plays better. We're fine.
2: Yeah, I think there's an element of that. But I, I was, and I was, I was thinking that in the closing minutes of this game. And then on the flip side, you could say, "All right, but Alec Burks isn't going nine for thirteen for twenty-seven points in twenty-six minutes every night <laughs> <Right>. either." <laughs> and, right. that, and that's the obvious. And or you could you could just sort of flip their performances. But I, I do think. I do think you're right in the sense that the Knicks have had performances like Burks's tonight all year. Recently, it's been a lot of Derrick Rose, but some nights Emmanuel Quickly has done that. Some nights RJ Barrett has done that. Some nights Reggie Bullock has gotten ridiculously hot from three. They've had those guys step up, but the one constant Uh, amidst that turnover of who the role player of the night is going to be has been Julius Randle. So for him to go six for 23 in this playoff game is stunning, and it's a little bit worrying because it's a continuation of a recent trend for a guy who led the entire NBA in minutes. Crucial that turns around next game, obviously.
1: Locked on today is brought to you in partnership with Odyssey. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y, your new home for music, news, sports, and podcasts. Download the Odyssey app today. Coming up, whoever said father time is undefeated forgot to tell Phil Mickelson. That's next.
0: Now, here's what you need to be locked on today.
1: The Utah Jazz took forever to get going in game one against the Memphis Grizzlies, and just like Rudy Gobert at the end, they flopped.
3: A decade ago, the Memphis Grizzlies shocked the basketball world by winning game one in a number eight versus number one first round playoff matchup when they beat the San Antonio Spurs. A decade later, this Memphis Grizzlies team, the next generation of the Grizzlies, do the exact same thing. In an unexpected performance in the playoffs, this Grizzlies team steps up and beats the Utah Jazz 112-109 to once again get a huge, huge victory in an unexpected fashion. Yes, the Jazz were without Donovan Mitchell, but that should not take away from this Grizzlies team executing the game plan that it needed to in order to get the victory. They were able to hold the Jazz to 12-46 from three. For the second straight game, they were able to cause their opponent to get to turn the ball over 15 or more times, including a franchise record six steals by Kyle Anderson. No other Grizzlies player has ever done that in a playoff game in franchise history. And they were led by both Dylan Brooks and John Morant, who had 31 and 26 points, respectively. This Grizzlies team stepped up, though they had some stretches of struggles, they succeeded enough to get the job done and got a big first victory in game one of this playoff round. The series is far from over, Donovan Mitchell will be back, but the Grizzlies have clearly shown that they are here to play and make this series competitive and they certainly did a great job when it came to needing to get stops tonight.
1: Everyone doubted the Phoenix Suns after we learned they drew the Los Angeles Lakers in round one. Well, then game one happened.
0: Anyone who told you they knew this game was coming was lying to you. Brendan Queen here with Locked On Phoenix Suns yelling over the crowd here on uh, 11, 12,000 strong of Suns fans in the building for a win in game one over the Los Angeles Lakers. Chris Paul, a right shoulder contusion, goes in, comes out, uh, back and back out, and then closes the game, basically unable to shoot the ball. A fight in the game, a dust-up along the baseline. Montrezl Harrell, campaign and Alex Crusoe all called for technical fouls and Payne ejected, meaning Paul had to finish the game with the injury. Uh, Devin Booker just a masterclass scoring the ball, getting into the windows that the Lakers were giving him. And the Suns just had the poise that we weren't sure that they would have a young team doing this for the first time. The, the experience gap really was not a factor in this game like you might have thought. Anthony Davis nowhere to be seen for most of this game, just a real non-factor even when the Lakers downside. So, a lot of the things we thought would matter really did not come to bear. We'll see what teams do to adjust, but the Suns steal this one in convincing fashion and game 2 is back here on Tuesday.
1: Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and Tobias Harris. The 76ers might have a championship-level Big 3 on their hands. Harris carried top-seeded Philadelphia's offense when it sagged early, putting in 37 points. Joel Embiid added 30, and the 76ers survived the sub-500 Washington Wizards in a 125-118 Game 1 victory on Sunday. The Boston Bruins are moving on
4: what is up Bruins fans it's Ian McLaren host of Locked On Bruins and our Boston Bruins have advanced to the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs defeating the Washington Capitals 3-1 to in game 5 David Pasternak scored a beauty and Patrice Bergeron added two more to give the Bruins all the offense they need and Tuka Rask stood tall in net to ward off the Capitals attack the Bruins will now face either the New York Islanders or the Pittsburgh Penguins with that series tied at two apiece. So they'll probably get a few days rest here and well-deserved as they were very busy down the stretch after their COVID break. The Bruins, again, defeating the Washington Capitals in five games, a lot shorter than most people expected.
1: Elsewhere on the ice, the Nashville Predators, even their series with the Carolina Hurricanes winning 4-3 in double OT, The Colorado Avalanche close out their series with the St. Louis Blues winning 5-2. And the Winnipeg Jets take a 3-0 series lead over the Edmonton Oilers winning 5-4 in overtime. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for today on BetOnline.ag. The NBA playoffs are underway and there are two games you can bet on tonight. The Milwaukee Bucks look to take a two games to none lead over the Miami Heat. The BetOnline.ag line for this game is Milwaukee giving four and a half. The Portland Trailblazers also look to take that 2 nothing lead over the Denver Nuggets. The BetOnline.ag line for this game is Denver giving one and a half. For all your NBA playoffs, Stanley Cup playoff, MLB, or golf odds, BetOnline.ag has you covered. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use that promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts.
0: There is another story you need to know.
1: Don't tell Phil Mickelson that father time is undefeated. He goes to Kiowa Island, the longest golf course in major championship history and comes out the oldest major champion in golf history. Joining me now from talking golf on WFAN Anne and Lagori, and, and this was a remarkable performance for, for any age. It took Brooks Kepka and, and tons of other top players in the world uh, uh, Herculean efforts to get under par in this tournament. How was Phil, at almost 51, able to pull off one of the great achievements in the modern era?
4: It's absolutely magical. And Phil Mickelson you know, has the experience. He knows, everybody knows he can play. He has just the best short game in golf. But to stay focused under this kind of pressure on really one of the toughest courses in in major championships was just phenomenal and he talked about you know his caddy his brother tim just telling him to stay in the present keep in the present and he worked on sustaining his focus uh, obviously he admitted a couple of weeks ago that that was a huge problem for him as he was aging so he's worked on visualization he's worked on mind exercises Meditation, whatever he's been doing, and I'm sure he'll have to write a book on it now. (laughs) It's worked. I mean, he took longer before he teed off. He took longer to visualize, to just be in the moment. He took longer before each putt. So I noticed a difference uh, during this championship. So it, it was just wonderful to watch, really, and to see him close it out. A lot of people. Didn't think he could do it.
1: Yeah, and we talk about physically these guys aging out of dominance. Um, But if you talk to a lot of the greats, Tom Watson, Jack Nicklaus, these guys talk about how mentally difficult it is to stay locked in for this long. Physically, I mean, Phil had the longest drive of the week at the major championship. At the tournament, he outdrove Bryson DeChambeau on the back nine. Now, part of that is adrenaline. But it seems like physically, he could be Vijay Singh. I mean, he could be competing in golf tournaments for the next 15 years, it seems like.
4: I definitely think he's in better shape now than he's ever been. And that's, again, because of training. He mentioned TPI in his remarks after uh, the win, working out the right way, um, you know, taking care of your body. He's uh, He credited his swing coach, Andrew Getzen. Uh, you know, he's doing all the right things. We have so much more knowledge now, right, scientifically how to improve physically and and what to work on to get stronger as you age. And of course, couple that with, you know, the mental training. And you're seeing a real inspirational story here because Phil's message is that you can play golf for a lifetime. I just think this has put Phil on another level. He's he's always, he's been a Hall of Famer. He's, you know, now he's a six-time major winner, but now his message is for, you know, older people and basically it's so inspirational that um i think we're going to just see a whole other phil now with uh, what he can do in tournament golf and and his message for for people as they age
1: well it might take me until i'm 50 to get my game where where i would like it but hey phil phil is showing me that that maybe that, that is possible are damian lillard and the blazers just too much for the nuggets our cue of the day is next Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. The bar that tastes like a candy bar. Protein bars do not generally taste like candy bars. They come in nine delicious flavors. Coconut, coconut, almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel, and then limited time flavors. Man, some of those limited time flavors are absolutely absurd. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and they taste legit. These are the best tasting protein bars I have ever tasted that I have ever found. I love them. My wife loves them. I have friends, media people tell me that they love them. Go to BiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BiltBar.com.
0: Agree or disagree? This is the cue of the day.
1: The Portland Trail Blazers got a big game one win over the Denver Nuggets over the weekend, 123-109, thanks to a monster game from Damian Lillard and some hot shooting from the Blazers. Joining me now, Mike Richmond from Locked On Blazers. And Mike, this is a, a a series that broke right for the Blazers in that they get a Nuggets team that is not 100%. Guess what? They're not going to give the wins back. So what is your expectation of this team now moving forward?
5: Well, like you said, I think this is a really good matchup for them. Uh, I don't. The Nuggets probably are going to struggle to put a team t- on the floor that can defend Damian Lode and CJ McCollum at all, as and also score on the other end. Uh, the Blazers are going to play them straight up. Like we saw, how they're going to guard Nikola Jokic. They're going to just say, "You score, you eat, you do whatever you want," and we are going to deny everyone else and try to just say, if it's you and MPJ. We think that's a hundred points if both of you get super hot, and you're going to need 120 to beat us, and we're still going to win. Uh, I think this is a a series that people pick the Blazers to win for a reason, and you saw in Game One why they should be why you know the good people at Bet Online think this is a team that can win.
1: <laughs> uh, so let's say they win, and we're we're putting the cart way before the horse.
5: Certainly are.
1: But let's say that they do win this series. What is this team capable of? Because we saw them make a somewhat surprising Western Conference Finals run, but it seems like this is a West that is pretty wide open.
5: Certainly, certainly does. Um, The the Lakers look human. You know, I I wouldn't want to pick... I wouldn't want to pick any team, including the Phoenix suns as good as they look today, but I wouldn't want to pick any team against LeBron James, quite frankly, after the last two decades of basketball. So I wouldn't say that the Blazers would be favored against the Lakers. Um, I think it's a better matchup for them against the suns, but either way, who, if, if they beat Denver, um, a thing that we're a long way away from, as you mentioned, I don't think they'd be favored in in the next series, regardless of the opponents, um, The Nuggets are a good matchup. LeBron James, not a good matchup. Uh, (laughs) And the Suns, if they win, they're just a really good basketball team. And you just, if you have, have to go into Phoenix and win there, that's tough. Uh, The Blazers look You don't apologize. You don't give the wins back for playing a team that you match up well against. But um, the same goes for a team that you don't match up well against, which they might meet in the next round.
1: What is it going to take for this Portland team to make that surprise run? Because it does seem like when we saw the Clippers go down, they're they're a team that if you're going to pick a quote-unquote sleeper, they might be someone that you would look at. I think we sleep on the Jazz because they're in Utah. Um, Don't let David hear this. But but why not Portland?
5: Yeah, I mean – They have been, since Yusuf Nurkic has been healthy and Norman Powell was acquired at the trade deadline, they've been the number one offense in the NBA. That is a better offense than that trio in Brooklyn. Uh, The trio in Brooklyn is a very good, that is a, that is a, quality trio there with KD and James Harden and Kyrie Irving. I'm not sure the Blazers have that quality, but they've been really freaking good on offense. And if that's what it takes, like if they can get into shootouts and get into, they don't even have to be shootouts. They've been a little bit better from one of the worst defenses in the league to a bottom 10 defense or like 20th in defense. If they can be okay on defense and a lead on offense, yes, with the right matchups and a little bit of luck that you don't need to apologize for, they could make a run because they really have been closing in on now six or seven weeks the best offense in the NBA. That's what you're looking at.
1: And finally, Simone Biles returned to competition with another incredible performance, winning the US Classic. She became the first female gymnast to perform the Yurchenko double pike on Vault. It's insane. If you haven't seen the video, go find it. That wasn't the only thing that stood out for Bile. She had a rhinestone goat on her leotard, a nod to being the greatest ever. And if there were any questions, that solves it. (laughs) Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked on Best. Download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on Tuesday, can either Denver or Miami steal a game on the road? We'll have all of that and a lot more. So at least until tomorrow, Stay locked on today.